welcome to episode 194 of the Walking Through Games podcast, where Clint walks Mark through games. I'm Mark. I'm Clint. And we're back for another week, slightly earlier than usual in the day, I mean. Like, it's the same day we always record, just earlier. So you'll probably hear tons of background noise. That's what I was going to say. My kids are still awake, so you may hear some screaming. Good times. <laughs> awesome. But on a plus note, I'm not in the laundry today. Oh, that's exciting. I'm actually in our room, sitting at a nice desk with my new gaming chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Very interesting. So I've, cool. I've, I'm moving on up in the world. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hopefully it won't be all like new and rickety. You know, nah, like, you know, it's like, pretty rrr, good. Rrr. <laughs> I still, the desk isn't big enough for it. To house all your stuff off of the chair. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I yeah. can't actually push in under the thing fully to be able uh, to like yeah. lean back. So I still sort of have to lean forward anyway. Yeah, cool. But it's ah, a good chair. It's comfy. I like it. Yeah, I agree with you. So I'm glad oh, and exciting. happy with my purchase. Yeah, cool. All yeah. right, sweet. Well, let's get into it, man. What'd you play this week? I have played a few things. So to end on, well, no. So we ended on last week saying that I basically knew, and that's what I'll start with, that I was going to finish Yoshi's Island because that's what I had been Ah, nice playing. Well, didn't you text me like a day later with a f- screenshot of the credits? I did, yeah. So I'd me. been playing yeah. in the interim um, between between episodes when we've been playing sort of in between. So yeah. it was kind of my go-to thing when I wasn't playing or wasn't able to play something else. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Uh, so I played it on 3DS, which on the end of the episode we said, like I said, that I could have played it on the Switch as well with the SNES online subscription thing. Yeah. Uh, however, I found out, which I didn't actually know, so Yoshi's Island on the 3DS is called Yoshi's Island Super Mario Advance 3. And it's actually a port that was made specifically for the 3DS. Oh, that's pretty cool. And it actually has different stuff to the Super Nintendo version. Ah, okay. Yeah, cool, cool. That's interesting. Yeah, no, I, that name just made me snicker well not snicker the opposite of that like chuckle yeah. silently exhale in a laughing way out the nose because uh <laughs> i'm sure there's a word for it um because the name had so many words in it i was like that has to be a japanese translation yeah uh, can you just say that name again <laughs> so yoshi's island super mario advance 3 yeah that's totally a japanese translation name <laughs> yeah Super Mario Advance 3. Anyway, so cool, cool, cool. All yeah, right, so, let's hear about it. Let's hear yeah, about so it. it was a port from Game Boy Advance to 3DS. So it, I, I did read about it, and I didn't actually write down what the differences were, but there were some differences in some levels uh, and a few other things. So you can go and check that out if you want. Did it like, look better with the graphics enhanced? Well, I don't know. It kind of just looked like the SNES version to me, I yeah, guess. But I, haven't really, I don't really remember the SNES version because we didn't ever really have it. We never had it, yeah. Uh, and I don't think we even knew anyone that did have it to play it. I think it came out pretty late in the game for the SNES. Yeah, potentially. You know? uh, so I'd be interested to see. I, I might actually go and have a go of it on the Switch to see yeah. if it looks different and, and plays different and, and stuff plays like that. different, yeah. Yeah, just because, um, yeah, I, as I said, I didn't even realise. Like, I started writing it down in my notes to say that I'd finished it, and usually I'll put, like... 3DS or Switch or whatever, and then Super Nintendo in brackets as the console yeah. that it came from. Yeah, yeah. And then I read Super Mario Advance 3, and I was like, that's weird. Maybe I'll just look that up quickly. And yeah, I actually read that it was ported as a 
Game Boy Advance for? And I was like, ah, interesting. And then read all into it and found all that out. So that was crazy. Yeah, groovy. Cool. Uh, so, so, on yes, that note, what did you think of the game? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. So I do agree with you that, yes, it is quite annoying when you get hit and you lose Mario and he cries. It's oh, really yeah. painful. It turned me off after one level. I just couldn't play it. That's yes. why I never played it. So I just... um. Just putting that out there. Otherwise, as as far as, I guess, Mario games, because it's not actually a Mario game as such, but as yeah. far as that world goes, it is still a fun game. It has your general con- collectibles that you have to get throughout the game. So each stage, there's like 20 red coins, five flowers, and the potential to get up to 30. I, I won't call it life, but it's like, so when you get hit and Mario flies off in his bubble and cries, you get like a counter that counts down. And so when you start the stage, you only start at 10. And then throughout the stage, you can potentially level it up to 30 seconds. Oh, okay. So it just gives you more time if you can't get back to him in time. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So each stage, yeah, has the 20 coins, the five flowers, and the potentially to get your life up, counting up to 30. And so then at the end of each stage you get a total score for whatever you collected. And then for the world, as you go on, you get an accumulative score from each level. And the more you get, the more one-ups you get. Mm. In saying that, (laughs) I think I finished the game with 65 lives left. Yeah, nice. So I don't know if that means I'm good or if they're just too... uh, Givey outy with the lives as such. Yeah, fair enough. I think at one point I got up to like eighty something. So I think it was. Uh, I think they're just very generous with the life giving. Yeah, fair actually, because in saying that, there was one. Uh, so when you collect the flowers in the stage, when you finish the level, it has this little uh, roulette wheel thing, and the more yeah. flowers you get, the more flowers are on this roulette wheel thing. And they're actually bonus games that you get at the end of each level if it lands on it. Oh, okay. So say you only collect one flower, then there's only one chance of getting a bonus game. Whereas if you collect all five, you get the five chances. Ah, okay, cool, 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 cool. And so one of the bonus games is like a a gambling type thing. So you can bet some of your lives to win that amount of lives, basically. Yeah, cool. That's kind of like at the end of um, Wario Land on Game Boy, how you like... It, it was like full gambling. You could choose the left or the right barrel and you pull it and like you either got treasure or nothing. Right. I love okay. that, man. Oh, well, this totally got me into gambling. This is how I, um, I, I guess I cheated to get the one-ups because I did it and I didn't even realize, I don't think at the time, what I was doing because I got the mini game a few times after this. Yeah. Uh, but I bet like 50 lives because <laughs> I already had heaps. And yeah. so I, was, I didn't realize what was happening and I won. So I ended up, That's yeah, awesome. getting up to like 89 lives or something. That's awesome. And I was just like, I'm never going to le- need this many lives. <laughs> I think admittedly by the end of the game, like the last world, I think I yeah. was losing you a, few. a few lives. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but overall, I gave it a four out of five. I had a lot of fun with it. Other than awesome. the crying Mario baby. Uh, it was still a fun platformer. Mario, I'm doing quotation marks as Mark said last time. Um, yeah, as a Mario game, it's still yeah, it, it holds up still. It's still fun. Yeah, I I just remember at the time because Hyper Magazine gave Super Mario World '96, and they gave 
Yoshi's Island 96. They said it was the same quality. The same? Oh, it's And then the I'm same. pretty sure they also gave Super Mario 64 96. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, see, uh, I can't I can't say that it's I, the same I just as Mario don't, World. I just don't see that. Like, four out of five sounds about right to me. Like, well designed. You can appreciate it, but it's certainly no... You know what I mean? Like, nah, Mario World would get five stars every day of the week. Oh, it's perfect. It's just <laughs> such a beautiful, polished game. Yeah, Fun it fact, gets through the roof. And it still okay. holds up as well. It's amazing. still perfectly it's holds still up. Amazing. The artwork in it is amazing, yeah. Yeah, I agree. If only now someone will make physics. an excellent version of it on Mario Maker 2. Yeah, yeah. I might totally. have to do some scouting around and some Google searching and see if there is some, that like that some someone has made one that's really good. Yeah, maybe. And, and try and have a go if we can find a good one. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, so I did actually play and beat one other thing. Nice. In in the scheme of having the Vita out, I went through my like download list because with the PlayStation Plus subscription, they used to give out a free PS4, PS3, and PS Vita game. Mm. And they only just stopped doing that recently, like last year sometime. Yeah, fair enough. So I had a bunch of, like, I would go and get the free games and just never do anything with them. So I was going through my download list and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll download that. And down-. So I downloaded a bunch of stuff for the Vita. And so I was sort of looking up, being a bit dodgy, looking up how long to beat to see which ones I could beat quickly. Yeah. And so this one I played is called My Name is Mayo, as in M-A-Y-O. Yeah. Uh, and it said how long to beat was 52 minutes. I was like, sweet, I can play that. Nice. Uh, so I did play it on the Vita, ended up getting the Platinum Trophy. Awesome. It's one of the easiest Platinum Trophies that you can get. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so gen- basically the general gist of it is that you're a jar of mayonnaise and you have identity issues <laughs> and you basically have to tap the jar of mayo and that's all you do. And so as you tap it, you unlock achievements. So then you go into the achievements list and you, yeah. you click on the image for that achievement and it, and it like makes a new image on the jar of mayo. So for example, there's one that said, I felt like a rock star. And so you click on that and go back to the jar of mayo and he's holding a guitar. And there's another so you one. Just sit there for literally an hour, just tapping on a jar. Yeah, dude. I got the. I invested the kids, uh, enlisted the kids into doing it too. So Thomas and Grace were tapping on it too. I think Take I even got Josh to get in on it one again, point. Man, <laughs> I need to. Become a habit. To, I need <laughs> to send you a video of it because I was going to send you the trailer before, and then you said, "Nah, nah, I'll, I'll hear about it later." Yeah, so cool. I'll have to send you I'll a video. Check it out. See, I should just do it now. Hang on. Let me just quickly do it now. You talk quickly right. and I'll try and find cool. it because you need to see it to to understand what I'm talking about. Dude, I can just search it in like five seconds. I've got my Okay, will you here. do it then if you've got yours open? That'll work. God, there's my name is Mayo Trophy Guide. Who needs that? You don't need a trophy guide. You can literally just play through the game and get it. Yeah, nice. I'm just watching it now. You can okay. keep talking to me. Anyway, well, the point is that you can, uh, yeah, so you basically just click down and that's it. So anyway, to finish it off, I, I gave it a two and a half. So two it's, and a half, that's the last score in an age. It says it has partial nudity. Well, 
yeah, on a jar of mayonnaise. Yeah. The Here reason it the says that story of a mayo jar. The reason it says that is because it's got. Uh, there's one one of the things it ends up having a whipped cream bikini on. <laughs> oh, okay. On the jar of mayonnaise. That's I just think the strain rating system for you. Yeah, I think it says. I think the thing said like I feel I felt sexy or something like that. And um. Yeah, I see it. Fair enough. And um, yeah, you literally. Just... Oh yeah, it just showed the it just showed the whipped creams there. Oh, there you yeah, go. That's not inappropriate at all because it's on a mayo jar. Yeah, it, it, and that's literally all it is is a mayo jar. And how long did it take you to beat? Oh, I reckon that probably an hour. So was it free? Well, I think it must have been one of the free games I got with PlayStation Plus because I don't remember ever buying it. Yeah, okay. and as I said, I was just looking through my yeah. download list, and that's I found it and was like, oh yeah, I'll download that. And then when I looked up, it only took 50 minutes to be, and I was like, sure, I'll give it a go. And I got a platinum, so I'm happy. Yeah, there you go. And you don't even have to... Yeah, you don't even have to do anything. You can literally just go down. The The only one I'd say that you potentially would have to do some extra on is that there's uh, one of the achievements is to do 10,000 taps. And that took a while. <laughs> yeah, so that yeah. would be the only thing. Anyway... So I had fun, and it was another Vita game, which I'm trying to sort of get some use out of my Vita again now that I pulled it out. Yeah, cool. So it was nice to play something on it again, even if it was yeah, some great. dodgy tapping a mayo jar game. <laughs> uh, cool, man. Anyway, oh, that's so that's game through and through. Yeah, so that's all I played, but it was fun. It was fun, and the kids had fun tapping it. They thought it was great. Yeah, that's awesome. So what can you do? That's that's uh, yeah. yeah. Excellent. If you're anyone, anyone who has a Vita and you want an easy platinum, go and get My Name is Mayo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised it got released. I guess it would have been like before the explosion of indie games that got released. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. And it's interesting because there's a lot of games that you would think should have a platinum and don't. Because I think there's like specific requirements that they need to meet to be able to actually have a platinum trophy. Maybe it just got it because it was like they found it so funny and so absurd. Maybe concept. that's, that's like, yeah, yep. it, yeah. It was very that. out there. Yeah. Um, in in the scheme of things, it has a good message. In the end. In the end. Yeah, because spoilers. I'm gonna spoil it. Spoilers. You end up op- so as as you tap, the lid slowly comes off. Yeah. And. At the end, you open the jar of mayo, and it basically... Hang on. I I took a photo of the screenshot of it. Hang on. Give me two secs. Because it says, ba- basically, like, love everyone for who they are or whatever. Because it goes uh, through. Okay. Uh, open yourself to others just like you opened this jar of mayo. That was the message at the end. Nice. Um, so, basically, because it went through all those identity issues... It's basically accepting someone for whatever they choose they want to be. Heck, yeah. Yeah. So, good message in the end. Rightio. So, that's it. On to the news. There's a decent amount of news. And one of the things I sent to you, which is so exciting, and we totally called it as you texted me back. Nice. I think the biggest news of the week was Unreal 5. That was huge news. Oh, you like that? I know that wasn't the most exciting news for you, but... That's like 
huge news moving forwards. Huge news. Oh, of course. Of course. I don't, I, to be honest, I don't think I actually even put that in here. I was just, I found that video and was like, dude, check this out. Oh, yeah, I saw it from like 50 sources. It's it's huge news, man. Yeah, so I didn't actually put that in here in the news as such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. But yeah. Uh, it'll be massive. Yeah. Uh, all right, so to kick it off, Telstra has announced, and I did talk to you about this, that they're on the hunt for an official video game reviewer. This opportunity oh, yeah. will allow someone to create 10 video and written reviews for Telstra from June to November, focusing on the long list of games on Xbox Game Pass. You've got until Wednesday the 22nd. Is that today? No. Wednesday the 22nd isn't... 22nd isn't Wednesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday and it's the 20th. Anyway. You've got until Wednesday the 22nd is what it said to register your interest. So you've still got a bit of time if you want to do it. Um, And you'll need to supply a link to a video game review on any platform as well as an article of about 300 words. The successful candidate will be paid $2,500 per review, which equates to about $25,000 over the five-month period. It's unclear if this will continue beyond this period, which is obviously being put in place to promote the Xbox All Access service, which is the thing we talked about where you can put the Xbox onto your monthly bill or whatever Mm. to, to pay it off and get Game Pass and all that all in one package. Uh, so it was all. It was recently announced that Xbox Series X would be coming to the subscription service. Uh, so here's what you need to know about their search for a video game reviewer. This is a one kind, one of a kind paid opportunity for you to create up to ten video and written reviews for us from June to November, exploring a long list of games from Xbox Game Pass and getting hands on with some of Telstra's other upcoming gaming products. We know gaming can be even more fun with a crew. And so can this. The successful applicant is free to feature other members of their household if they want to join in, including flatmates, couples living together, or even an entire family, providing the applicant is a parent or guardian of any minors featured. To enter, hopeful applicants should head to our application page for a full list of what we're asking for. We want you to tell us about yourself and your gaming experience, but we also want to see what you're like on camera. Applicants must share a link to a game review video that they have created of a console, PC, or mobile game as well as a supporting feature article of around 300 words telling us about their favorite parts of the game. So there you go. I, Sounds like it's just more, like it's a part of the promotion. <laughs> I know. I felt like Letting we probably could have They'd already know who they're hiring. Yeah, but we don't have any actual video. Well, we have a little bit of video stuff of us on camera, not as a review as such, though. Oh, but you wouldn't apply for it, would you? No, oh, I wouldn't Are you thinking about it? 2500 bucks for a review why not i suppose i suppose anyway i'm not going to in the space of a day i've got other stuff that i gotta do so probably not but (laughs) it it's cool though i think that's a really cool idea it's cool they're offering it i don't know i'm i'm just such a cynic i'm not usually cynical i'm usually pretty optimistic but stuff like that is usually like seems like a bit of a you know it's it's the a application for the grab, sake of an application. More than it is a genuine search for a good reviewer. Yeah, like there'll be people who do amazing stuff who won't get it. Yeah, I suppose. Well, I say I, cause, I was going to say because Nick could probably try and do this because he's got reviews and stuff that he's put up. Oh, he totally could. Uh, but you're right. They probably, as you said, they know probably exactly what they're looking for. Competing already. for yeah. expert people in the field already. Hey, so. Maybe I'm not saying. Maybe it's completely impartial and it's going to be a fair contest. But yeah. Oh, well, we'll wait and see. I'm sure we'll hear more about it. So we will watch this space and see what happens. Nice, nice. Cool. 
Uh, so Ubisoft has revealed Ubisoft Forward, which is an E3-style showcase with plenty of exclusive game news, exciting reveals, and much more. It's taking place about a month later than its expected E3 press conference would have taken place. You'll be able to watch it on July 13th at 5 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. It's expected that we'll see more Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Gods and Monsters, Watch Dogs Legion, and a few new game reveals. Uh, Far Cry 6 and a new Prince of Persia have both been rumoured in recent times. I wouldn't mind a new Prince of Persia. That would be cool. If they make it like Santa Time, because that was like one of the best ones. Yeah. I love that Let's game. sequels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I, anyway, we'll see. But yeah, Far Cry 6, I'm all for. I love Far Cry. That's great. So I'm yeah. sure I'll be uh, keeping an eye on that on July 13th. Uh, now, this is the one we were talking about. So it's been long rumoured and Activision has finally announced that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 are being remastered in one package. Yeah, the they look amazing too. They do. I know. I'm, I'm so excited. I hope they keep doing it too. I hope they do like 3 and 4 and then like uh, Thug and Thug 2, like Tony Hawk's Underground 1 and 2. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I really hope they do. Oh, and there's like American Wasteland as well is in there. Uh, I think that's... Were those popular enough, though? Well, I think American the Wasteland... The games are pretty huge. I think is backwards compatible on the Xbox, potentially. I think it's like the only yeah. one that is. But but basically, I think one to four are the main popular ones. Yeah. But then, don't oh, get me I'm wrong. One and two. One and two were legit, man. No, I know three is probably the most popular, man. Yeah, I remember when you first got three on your PS2 and we played it. Yeah, because it think was... two is two's the funnest, I think. And one just was great. Two's the funnest, but three, because it had that upgrade from PS1 to PS2. Yeah, the levels it... were kind of more deep and stuff. Yeah, the levels were better. The graphics were better. The, the Yeah, it just, I guess, flowed a bit better than the original games and they yeah. and they included like manual and revert and other things that you couldn't do in the original games yeah yeah so there's a few extra things but yeah the levels in three were really good like the cruise ship and stuff yeah it was yeah mm. anyway so the game will release on september 4th for ps4 xbox one and pc no switch so that's interesting yeah uh, it inc- and includes the original levels, original pro skaters, as well as all the tracks that you remember pulling off from the first few games. Uh, much of the iconic soundtrack will also be included, as well as a creator park and creator skater modes. Um, it's interesting because it says much of the iconic soundtrack. So, yeah, there are a few songs that aren't coming back. Uh, yeah. Because I read an, an article a bit later on about that. Um yeah, so apparently, I'm not, I can't remember which songs there are, but yeah, there's a few that aren't coming back, so it's not going to be the entire soundtrack. I wonder yeah, if they'll yeah. add in some new songs to replace those songs because it is a new like remake. Well, they could because you'd be able to get songs from that era that were huge that they'd be able to afford them now, you know? Yeah, that's true. It's quite true. Uh, so as usual, Activision has given a bunch of screenshots showcasing what the game looked like on PlayStation versus what the new version looks like in 2020. So you can check those out if you want to. They look, as Mark said, really oh, awesome. Looks awesome. Yeah. So I'm totally. quite excited. I hope I, I really hope that they do it well, and it doesn't end yeah. up being like Tony Hawk Five, because that was yeah. a big disappointment. So, yes, I really hope they do. 
Uh, so the key features is HD to the max. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2's amazing HD graphics allow players to pull off reverts, wall plants, lip tricks, and manuals with even longer combos in brilliantly vivid detail. Faithful remaster, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 combines original levels, original pro skaters, tricks, and modes from the first two games in the franchise into one gnarly package. Added features, new tricks, secrets, and more to uncover will take the original games to the next level. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 also provides loads of gameplay options with online multiplayer modes, which I'm totally excited about as well. Uh, new features to the remaster also include even more goals than before, added challenges to amp up gameplay and more, which I think is a really good idea because it'll yeah. keep people playing it for a long time. Totally. And I'll be playing it all the time. It's going to be awesome. Uh, so sick customization creator park and creator skater modes are back but new this time around is a robust editor enabling new ways of customization players will be able to share new parks online with friends remix already published parks with their own personal flavor and outfit skaters with tons of customization options iconic soundtrack get ready to kick push and trick to one of the greatest video game soundtracks ever as many iconic and fan favorite songs from the soundtrack that define a generation return with the new remaster and killer lineup, they're all back. Tony Hawk, Steve, Caballero, Jeff Rowley, Bucky Lassick, Alyssa Streamer, Kareem Campbell, Andrew Reynolds, Bob Burnquest, Chad Musker, and the rest of the pro skaters from the original two games are back and brought to life in HD detail. One yeah. of the best pair of shoes I ever owned were Chuck Rowley Vans. They were sweet. Nice, nice. They were like blue. They were awesome. Yeah, I'm. oh, dude, I'm so excited about this. September can't come quick enough. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm I'm very excited. Got plenty of stuff to play between now and then, though, so it'll go fast. Oh, Last of Us too. Yep. Yeah. yeah no, nah, it'll huge. be good. It'll be good. Alrighty. So a report suggests that the long rumored remaster of Diablo. I put this in here for you, actually. Diablo two may be coming this year. French news outlet Actu Gaming is reporting that the game, which it believes to be called Diablo two Resurrected, will launch in Q4 2020. The editor of Actu Gaming has previously correctly predicted announcements for Overwatch 2, Diablo 4, and WoW Shadowlands. The article cites sources close to the studio and suggests that Vicarious Visions is supporting Blizzard on the project. So they're the ones that did the Crash Bandicoot games. Oh, yeah, cool. And I'm pretty sure they're the ones that are doing the Tony Hawk remaster as well. Haha, <laughs> that's awesome. So they're moving, they're on the pulse, man. They've got stuff going on. Uh, oh yeah, so Vicarious Visions has been operating for decades now, but the studio most recently worked on the Crash Bandicoot revival, developing the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, and Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. So there you go, they did that remaster as well. Uh, it's not known when this potential remaster will be revealed, but it's thought that it should be should make headlines before its scheduled launch date at the end of the year. If the rumours turn out to be true, we previously reported on a Blizzard job listing back in 2017 that suggested the studio was working on restoring both Warcraft 3 and Diablo 2, which lends credence to this rumour. Warcraft 3 Reforged launched in February of this year, a game we called an uninspiring refresh of a truly great game. Hopefully this rumoured Diablo 2... Warcraft 3 was a good game. Yeah. So they said hopefully this rumoured Diablo 2 remaster will do its precursor more justice. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even. To be honest, I didn't even know that that Warcraft Three Reforged got released. Yeah, it was obviously a flash so, in the pan. Yeah, it obviously didn't I have mean, a lot of 
appeal. Yeah, the, the thing Diablo 2 had going for it was the network multiplayer. It was awesome. Yeah, well, we used to carry the computers around doing that. Yeah, it was great. And do all good old land network parties. Yeah, it was great. It was and then we got the expansion as well. It was the best. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Alrighty, so a group of indie developers have announced Guerrilla Collective, which is a three-day online event that's taking place from June 6th until June 8th. It's hosted by Kind of Funny Games, Greg Miller, and will include announcements from developers of games such as Zombie Army 4, SteamWorld Quest, Disco Elysium, Baldur's Gate 3, and Mutant Zero. Oh, Mutant Year Zero. So that'll be cool. I've heard, because I, I listen to Kind of Funny podcasts all the time, so I've heard them talking a little bit about it, so... Uh, cool. That'll be cool as an indie announcing a couple of days. That'll be nice. Yeah, it's right. Uh So 2K has announced that Mafia Trilogy is coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. A full announcement isn't coming until May 20th, but we get to see a brief snippet of footage from each of the three games in the reveal trailer. The original Mafia released in 2002 for PS2 and Xbox. Mafia 2 released in 2010 for PS3 and Xbox 360, whilst Mafia 3 released on PS4 and Xbox One in 2016. I should send you a link to... Because they've got the whole comparison thing of the original Mafia 1 to the remastered one, and oh my God, it looks amazing. Really? Absolutely amazing compared to the first, like how it originally looked. Uh, the things that they can do to make to yeah. with graphics these days, I'll um yeah I'll find a link and I'll send it to you after we finish because yeah it looks cool. friggin' awesome. Um, a- as you said about Tony Hawk, similar sort of thing. Like I think the screenshot I saw uh, was of the main character standing like in a in the street with cars around him and that sort of stuff. Yeah, and then they've done the same picture and like he's standing next to this like old nineteen forties awesome looking like. Uh, car standing there. Oh, yeah, it looks really good. So I'll send you that. Yeah. All right. So Nintendo has just stealth dropped an announcement for a brand new Paper Mario game. It's called Paper oh, Mario. Oh, I think I saw that. Did you send me a text? About I that did too? send it to you because I was really yeah, excited that was about exciting. it. Yeah. So it's called Paper Mario The Origami King, and it's coming to Nintendo Switch on July 17th, which is like really close. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So the game sees Mario and a brand new partner called Olivia as they team up with unlikely characters such as Bowser and the Toads to battle evil folded soldiers. In the game, Mario has an has an a thousand fold arm ability, which allows him to solve puzzles as well as in battle. The game will feature a new dynamic combat system, but it appears as though it will be turn based, just like previous Paper Mario games. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. And that's as I said, one of those games I'll be able to play before September. So totally. very excited. Cool, man. Yeah. Uh I, I really dug the last paper the I think it was Sticker Star I played on three DS, so I um I'm looking forward to that. But I do want to get there's still the Paper Mario that they released on Wii U. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've I've I I had been looking out for it in eb and stuff like to see if it goes on sale i think the cheapest i've seen it's about 36 dollars yeah fair enough and i was like oh should i buy it should i buy it? and i didn't end up buying it but i think i'd like to go you and should totally it. buy it while you can man because they're not buying pre-owned games like wii u games anymore so whatever they've got now is all they're ever gonna have oh okay good to know well they should uh i'd say hopefully they should be having their june like end of financial year sale again so maybe i'll try and pick it up then yeah, groovy. Yeah. Alrighty, so 2K is vying to bring back... 
Oh, bring golf back in a big way with the release of PGA Tour 2K21 Golf. So that's interesting because I don't... Did 2K do golf games before? I don't even remember. I don't think I they don't did. Know. It was EA, Not right? I think, I think it was EA. Yeah, EA used to have Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, yeah, exactly. Uh, so the game released on PS4, Xbox One, um, and Nintendo Switch on August 21st. The game features pro golfer Justin Thomas on the front cover. PGA Tour 2K21 is from the studio that released the fairly popular The Golf Club 2019. Oh, yeah, okay, yep. I Yeah, Wade was really into that game. Yeah, okay. Uh, I've actually got it. I think it was one of the free game Xbox games for the month one time, but I yeah, haven't actually enough. played it. Uh, so there will be 11 additional PGA Tour pros join the game, and you'll get to play in the PGA Tour career mode in order to become FedEx Cup champion. You can also create your own player in the My Players Zone. The game will also feature equipment and apparel from brands such as Adidas, uh, Polo, Ralph Lauren, Melbourne Golf, Callaway Golf, Bridgestone Golf, TaylorMade Golf, and more. I don't know much about golf, but it sounds exciting. I actually, nice. funnily enough, when I saw this, I sent Wade a link to it and was like, dude, check it out. And he was like, this looks awesome. So I knew he'd like, uh, that. I knew awesome. he'd like that one. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, Alrighty, and then the last one, speaking of uh, EB Trades, so after suspending game trades, console repairs, and cash payments two months ago, EB Games will now resume two of these things on Monday. After sur- So that's yesterday. After surveying staff, EB Games will reintroduce both game trades and the reboot console repair program on Monday. It is believed that the majority of staff around the country felt safe resuming these two services, uh, but EB Games will still refuse cash payments until further notice. Now, after that, there was an update, and it said, at this stage, only stores in Queensland, WA, ACT, and Northern Territory are turning trades and console repairs back on. Those in Victoria and New South Wales and other states will have to wait until further notice. So, good for me, because I've got some stuff to trade. So, that's, uh, yeah, that's really good. I'll yeah, get into to... it before they put the restrictions back on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll be able to go and um, pick some stuff up. Hopefully, they'll have some Animal Crossing now, and I'll be able to trade towards that. Totally. Cool. Otherwise, I'll probably put it towards Last of Us 2, because that's the next thing I'm sort of looking forward to, I think. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Uh, so, that's it for the news. I um, The last thing I was going to say to you, which I wanted to talk just before we head off, is my mate who... Speaking of, we were just talking about EA with the golf thing. My mate who works for EA that I got like a demo code from a while back, we gave a shout out on the podcast, was probably a year ago or so sometime. Uh, I put that post up about the gaming chair when I got the gaming chair and he sent me a message and said, hey, dude, I've um, I've got a code. If you want a code again for a game, just let me know what you want and I'll sling it to you. And I was like, oh. I said, I don't really know. I have to have a think about it. He said, I can pretty much get anything that was released in the last two years. Just let me know what what you want and um, what console and I'll send you the code. So I was like, sweet. So I said, I'll talk to Mark because I said I wasn't sure what, um, what they sort of have at the moment. And I was having a look through and they haven't had a lot of new stuff other than uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which we've already played because Josh got. Yeah. And Need for Speed Heat, which I just beat last week. So nice. that was their two main sort of new stuff. Um, so that mostly I was thinking like maybe maybe I'll get FIFA 20 because I haven't had a FIFA game since like 2016, I think. 
I thought you might have said you'd get mad just because we talk about it on the show well, so much. That's that's because that's the the thing basically. It's either FIFA, Madden, or NHL. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it does. Because otherwise, there's one other game that they had released called Sea of Solitude, which actually looks really cool. So it's like a, it's kind of like an adventure puzzle game in a way. Yeah. Uh, I looked up a review for it from IGN and they gave it a six and a half, which is like they're okay. So they said yeah. it starts off really well, but it ends up getting a bit bland by the end. They didn't continue the yeah, momentum that they had at the start of the game. So I was a bit, yeah, I was a bit torn. So maybe I'll send you a link to a video of that Sea of Solitude. Yeah, okay. But if not, what do you reckon? Because I thought, yeah, either Madden... Oh, it's got to be FIFA. FIFA or NHL. But yeah, FIFA, I thought, is a really good multiplayer game as well. Oh, if you weren't buying FIFA anyway, I'd get FIFA because, like, Madden is such a, like, dedicated thing. Like, you've got to be a, you know, NFL lover or whatever, whereas FIFA is, like, awesome. You can just jump in and have a go. And then you can learn to play it better if you want to now. Yeah, if you which wanted, you probably won't. Yeah, you it'd do. just be a fun, like, drinking beers and playing. Well, it'd be more like, I've played every FIFA since 1992. What's this one like, you know? But I haven't played every FIFA. The last one I bought, as I said, was, like, 2016. Oh, that's what I'm saying, though. You'd, it's mainly to be like, I'm playing yeah. this to feel the difference in 2020. Well, admittedly, I know Wade buys the new FIFA every year, so I would be able to play online with him if I wanted to have Oh, a totally. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's probably a good option to, to yeah, be going sure. with FIFA. Uh, but yeah, so shout out to Robbie for, for hooking me up. That was really awesome. Sent me that message. I was like, wow, that's awesome. And admittedly, he's in America, so he sent it to me at like 2.30 in the morning. Nice. And I saw it, uh, I think when Thomas Thomas woke up one night and I had to take him back to bed and I just looked at my phone to see the time and I saw the message. I was like, yeah, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I was pretty happy. So yeah, I'll send Good. him a message and... um. Yeah, see if we can hook that up. That'll be awesome. Good times, man. Yeah, that's super exciting. Cool. Yeah. It's all happening. It's all happening. Oh, well, there's another week down. Good talking to you, man. Yep. Oh, did too. I tell you, I ended up buying that Humble Bundle with all the Sierra games. So oh, I nice. Got, like, yeah, I sent you that one. I thought you'd like King's that. Quest. So I think I'm going to go back and play all the King's Quests again because I know I've played a bunch of them, but uh, like the ones you could always get as freeware. But yeah, I played six back in the day. I had the CD of it. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I remember playing. It, so I'm really excited about playing six again because I have very vivid memories of that game, that's, but I haven't played it since that's the That's the one I remember playing in six. And we, I remember playing it with Smithy as well. Yeah, it must have been his. Yeah. Because so, that's the main one I remember playing is six. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we sort of so, played yeah. him around the time we were playing the later Quest for Glories. Yeah. Well, you can beat you can beat the first King's Quest in like an hour. It's so small and it's fun. Yeah. But yeah, like with a walkthrough, you can beat it so quick. So you should go back and play that if okay. you haven't. Cool. Like, I mean, like the original EGA one, which yeah, is yeah, probably yeah. not this one. This is probably the VGA remake. Okay, cool. But yeah, the original EGA one, it's so dodgy, but it's like, I still dig it. I don't know. Nice. Yeah. But uh, the rest, I wouldn't know. You know, I played the original Space Quest 2, which is in the pack. So. Oh, yeah. I think I used to have uh, that on my Mac. I don't have it anymore, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I played them all on emulators back in like first and second year uni, you know, because yeah. I hadn't played them in the day. Maybe I've got them Obviously on the Raspberry Pi. I asked Bo to put a bunch of stuff on the Raspberry Pi. Yeah, could be. I know I've got the Quest for Glories one to four. Yeah, 
I don't think you can put five on there, but I think I've got all the quests. Yeah, well, this pack had five, so I'm tempted to give it a go. But I know it was more of an action adventure. I think it was pretty lackluster. Yeah, I just bought it because for 19 bucks, I was like, hey, I'll have a Steam key for Quest for Glory too. Well, that's what I figured too. But I, as I said, it wouldn't run. On I Max, think I so bought I that like, like yeah, Super Mario. I think I bought it about four times. I bought it off GOG. I've bought it. Yeah, I've got a lot. I've, I had a collection on CD-ROM. You know what I mean? Like I've bought it a few times. Yeah, well, I think I bought it off GOG as well. That few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. But it was like five bucks. It's not like it was expensive. Yeah, I think it was like 12 bucks when I bought it for the collection. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Awesome. All right, man. Sweet. Uh, Do you want to take us out? Yeah. If you are listening to this and haven't subscribed yet, jump onto iTunes and Stitcher um, or otherwise Spotify. We're on now as well. Uh, Search for Walking Through Games. Click that subscribe button. Uh, leave us a five-star review so we can get the word out and get that into people's feeds so we can get some more listeners happening. Uh, tell your friends. Get the word out, that sort of thing. If you want to check out our website, it is walkingthroughgames.com. Uh, you can check out all our social media stuff, facebook.com slash walkingthroughgames, and Instagram and Twitter are WTG underscore podcast. Uh, we've got our YouTube channel is Walking Through Games, uh, and that's about it. Nice one. Nice one. Cool, man. All right, sweet. Thanks, heaps. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, everyone. Cheers, guys.